Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, February 28th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Putin's war against Ukraine continues, of course. President Biden's approval rating falling to new lows. Donald Trump speaks with conservatives in Florida. COVID receding in all 50 states. Also ahead, should American citizens criticize Joe Biden during the Ukraine crisis? But first, leaders of Ukraine and Russia agreeing to tentative talks at the border with neighboring Belarus. After five days of fighting, Putin's army has failed to occupy any major city. Ukrainian President Zelensky claims his troops have killed 4,000 Russian invaders. The U.S. and EU will now expel Moscow-based banks from the global financial community, Europe also closing its airspace to all Russian planes. In response, Putin has placed his nuclear forces on high alert, but there is no doubt this is a travesty for Russia. New poll from ABC News says Joe Biden's job approval rating falling to a record low of 37%. 55% disapprove of the job Biden is doing. Half of voters want Republicans to take Congress next November. 40% prefer to stay with the Democrats. Respondents give Mr. Biden low marks on the economy, COVID, and foreign policy. Less than a third of voters support his handling of inflation. Mr. Biden will deliver a State of the Union address tomorrow evening. Donald Trump speaking at the Conservative Political Action Conference, better known as CPAC, in Orlando, Florida. Mr. Trump teasing another run for the White House in 2024, saying, we won it twice, we'll do it again. Other possible presidential candidates speaking at the GOP summit include Governor Ron DeSantis, Senator Ted Cruz, and Secretary of State, formerly Mike Pompeo. The CDC easing its mask recommendations in most places. The agency dropping the mask in low-risk counties, that's roughly 70% of the country. Cases of COVID dropping sharply since January. The seven-day average now stands at 60,000 infections compared to 800,000 just four weeks ago. Researchers at Johns Hopkins say the less severe Omicron strain accounts for 99.9% of new cases. In a moment... Some believe it is unpatriotic to criticize Joe Biden in these dangerous times. Right back with that. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes? and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part, this spring, They have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Is Putin just Biden his time? The Long Island newspaper Newsday calling for all Americans to rally around President Biden in the conflict with Russia. Its editorial on February 26 states, quote, the undercutting of Biden by Republicans as he actively navigates armed conflict is shameful. The nation was stronger when domestic political squabbling ended at the water's edge, unquote. Squabbling? As a liberal newspaper, Newsday's analysis is to be expected. But what's happening in the USA and all over the world is far more than political disagreement. What we have here is a weak leader of the free world up against strong totalitarian killers in Russia, China, and Iran. In Ukraine, it's not really the Russian army against an independent country. It is Putin versus Biden, mano a mano. While Newsday and other media that favor the Democrats look away from reality, wise Americans should not. We the people elected a weak man to lead us. Let's admit it. And now the country and the world are suffering. Putin's Hitler imitation was not caused by Joe Biden, but he enabled it by attacking the American energy industry, thereby handing the evil Russian dictator billions in cash. While Biden was surrendering to the climate change warriors, Putin supplied oil and coal to the world, most notably to NATO allies. So are we supposed to ignore this colossal mistake made by Biden pretty much all by himself? And even after the unforced error, the president still refuses to ramp up American energy production. What say you, Newsday? Joe Biden will likely go down in history alongside disastrous presidents like James Buchanan and Herbert Hoover. Buchanan did absolutely nothing to stop the gathering civil war in the late 1850s, even allowing secessionists to loot federal arsenals reminiscent of Biden Afghanistan. Hoover did not cause the Great Depression, again, just as Biden didn't cause Ukraine, but he sat there denying federal relief to starving Americans for two exceedingly painful years. That's what Herbert Hoover did. What Buchanan, Hoover, and Biden all have in common is failure to govern from strength. That's a fact. Should Americans ignore that fact? at the so-called water's edge? It is true that some partisans will hammer the other side no matter what the circumstance, and that is destructive to our republic. But in order to stop destructive policies like open borders, rampant inflation, erosion of criminal justice, you can't just rally behind the guy who's responsible even if Biden is trying to contain the homicidal Putin. As a concerned citizen of the world, I want Biden and NATO to crush Russia. But I also want to banish weak leadership going forward. Biden is the poster guy for policy failure. Rallying around that would be madness. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. Please check out BillOReilly.com for honest analysis in these dangerous times. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. 
the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 39 years ago today, one of the most popular TV shows in America aired its final episode. 77% of all American households tuned in to watch the conclusion of MASH. Here is the story. Based on a 1968 novel by Richard Hooker and a 1970 film, the program was set during the Korean War. The title MASH is short for Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. The show premiered on CBS in September 1972. MASH quickly became a smash hit. Millions watched each week to see Alan Alda, Wayne Rogers, and the crew treat wounded American soldiers. Most storylines were critiques of America's ongoing war in Vietnam. In the middle of the show's tenure, Alan Alda took creative control, co-writing 13 episodes and directing more than 40. After 11 years on the air, eight years longer than the Korean War itself, the series ended. On February 28, 1983, CBS aired the two-and-a-half-hour finale. Titled Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen, the plot chronicled the final days of the Korean conflict. After a ceasefire, the medics throw a party before taking down their camp for the last time. They then exchange cheerful goodbyes, go their separate ways. In total, MASH consisted of 256 episodes. The show won 14 Emmys, nine Golden Globes, and was honored with a Peabody Award for excellence in broadcasting. The 1970 original film starring Elliot Gould, Donald Sutherland, and Sally Kellerman was nominated for five Academy Awards. It won Best Screenplay. Ms. Kellerman died just last week at the age of 84. And here's something else you might not know. The finale of MASH was the most anticipated event in television history. 125 million people watched. That's 53% of the entire U.S. population back in 1983. CBS sold 30-second commercial blocks to advertisers for $450,000 each, more than NBC charged for ads during the Super Bowl at that time. Back after this. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. <laughs>